Let's just jump right into it today. It's the holiday season. I have some timely content that I wanted to record. Today we'll talk about the energetics of gift giving and some related things and maybe lead into some content that I've been meaning to record for a long time and hopefully I'll get some time to do that soon. It's been a long time since I've recorded something. A lot of things have happened. I got a new job. I got a new house. I got a new baby, my first child, a daughter. So I've had a lot of changes. A lot of beautiful things happen. A lot of things to talk about. A lot of things I've been meaning to do for a long time, but I've just been focused on all of that stuff and enjoying that. But I'm sneaking away for you know, maybe a half hour right now while my daughter's taking a nap, which is kind of a rare occurrence for me to be able to just take some time to do something like this. But I wanted to do this before the holidays, try to get something out. It was something that I realized in the dynamics of my life, and I thought it could be helpful to others. And that's related to the, the energetics of gift giving. I really enjoy, I've always enjoyed giving gifts. Uh, I've come from a family that enjoys giving gifts. It's always going crazy with the holiday season, kind of going overboard, things like that. But there was, there's been some huge imbalances in, in this kind of area of my life that I've started to recognize. And that's related to giving giving gifts. So I, I like giving gifts. And we normally think of gift giving as something we do for someone else. You're like, oh, I love these people. I want to do something nice for them. Let me get them gifts. What, what can I get them? So you, you think about what to get them. You, you think, oh, they like this. They mention this. Oh, this thing's cool. That might be nice for them. You think about these things, you plan it. Oh, I could get it here. I could just order it on Amazon. I can get it. I'll get it this timing. Oh, it's on sale now. I'll get it that time. That'll be great. You, you do the planning, you do the shopping, whether it's online or in person. Uh, you get the, get the gift. You, you maybe hide it so they don't see it. And you find some time to wrap it. Uh, you're, you know, you're focusing on all these things related to the gift. And we think of all of this as doing something for someone else, like that it's, it's selfless in a way. But I've realized that often the desire to give, give gifts can be driven by our own feelings of lack or scarcity in what we do on a regular basis out of feelings that we don't do enough or give enough all of the time or the rest of the time. And that should really be our goal, right? Giving enough all the time or giving all the time. Uh, I promise if you felt like you were giving or, you know, giving all the time, you would feel much less need to get presents for somebody. So I realized the energetics of this and focusing on getting someone presents and where, where that's rooted. And um, this isn't to say that, you know, you shouldn't give presents or that giving presents is wrong or evil in any way. That's completely not true. 
But I wanted to point this out so that you can identify where it occurs in your own life. And then if you do give gifts to somebody, you could do it from a more energetically balanced place and hopefully balance some other things in your life too. I also wanted to address this in terms of selfless action generally too. I've been reading some Hindu texts and in, a, in, a, in many spiritual practices, there's this focus on selfless action that if you act not for yourself, if you act in service of others, that you kind of find everything you need to find and, and you won't lack anything. And I think the way this is portrayed sometimes can lead to disappointment for some people because it's, it's a hard thing to completely embody. And I don't know if the way that it's discussed often gets people to realize what it might actually mean or how it's most effective and useful for you in your lives. Here we, I think in modern life, we really don't want to forget about ourselves. So it's, it isn't just about giving to others. And then you have people talk about, oh, you need to fill your own cup first and this and that. And I, I think these are all, these all can be helpful at certain points, but I don't think they are capturing this holistically. So I, I do believe that in a, in a, it may not be the best way to phrase it, but selfless action is important and sort of something we want to strive for. And this whole idea of giving and where gift giving wasn't sort of balanced energetically for me because I could have been more focused on giving all along. So in this process it's very internally focused, right? I get to think about what to get for them. I do the planning, I do the shopping, I do the hiding, I might get away to shop. It might be nice to just go to a store, enjoy some time to yourself, to browse, to look for things. Uh, you, you, you know, you're, you have to you know, hide something from them. You have to get away from them to wrap it, keeping it a secret. And you're not with them or giving your energy to them or doing something for them you're kind of doing things for yourself really. And, and ultimately it's, you want to enjoy the process of a lot of times giving something to someone else and enjoying them receiving it and hopefully being grateful for it. So there's a lot of, there are a lot of, there can be a lot of self selfish desires in the process of gift giving and action. This may apply to you to different degrees in different areas. Maybe you're, you're not as into giving gifts around the holidays, but you may be able to find other ways where this applies in your life. You know, it could be celebrating some, something else with someone, you know, if you're doing anniversaries or Valentine's Days, uh, or even, even in other areas of your life as well where you, you find a special time to do something or you really kind of internalize what you're doing for somebody else rather than just finding the connection to them kind of in everything that you do. 
And so then as you're doing that, as you're practicing selfless action, if you realize that by giving without any desire for something in return, this is tricky. And I don't want to describe this the way that, you know, ancient spiritual texts have described it. So let me, let me try again a little differently. When you're doing something, I don't, I don't want to say for someone else, when you're doing something, it's always for yourself. Right? Anything you're doing has to be for you. I think we can't forget that. So when we are acting, when we're doing something for someone else, holding the door open, doing a favor, I think we need to remember that that's not for them. It's really for us. And I was, I was talking to a friend the other day. There's so much of this that I've seen crop up almost overnight recently. And it's this talk of swarm consensus and related to information warfare. And if you've noticed over the past couple of years, kind of all of this tribalism and kind of finding your, your group and your swarm and identifying with certain, certain uh, beliefs and the whole thing with the information warfare is that if you control all the information, people want to agree with others and you, you kind of have these, this whole swarm consensus, but then the sort of the oppositions using it and creating their own swarms. And so there's this, there's this need to bond with people based on these external factors, these things that are happening in the world by sharing common beliefs, by finding things to agree on, things that we have in common, whatever it is. When I think this is sort of pointing us in the wrong direction because all we need to remember is that we're, we are connected first and foremost. That we don't need anything external to connect us is that we, by our nature, by our nature, we are completely connected. And so I, you know, I think we can then embrace our individuality and as we're remembering the shared connection. So I may describe that more in, in subsequent recordings or something like that. But I just wanted to mention that because that's what I'm getting at when I talk about we're doing everything for ourselves, but in that, but in our innate connection to everybody else, that's how we're, that's where the selfless service ties in. So it's selfless service, but it's not like when you're serving your family, you're serving yourself. I think 
we can talk about that more. Let me know if you want to kind of dive into that subject, but that's just something I wanted to introduce a little bit. Now I'll try to give a scenario here where the energetics of that play out just in, in something that's very kind of prosaic in, in everyday life. Have you ever been washing the dishes? I think I might talk about washing the dishes a lot because it's, I used to hate washing the dishes. It's, it's a, some people enjoy it as a kind of therapeutic thing. I've never liked washing the dishes. You know, my hands feel horrible afterwards. It's, I want to clean everything really well. It gets kind of tedious. So I, I bring up washing the dishes a lot. But have you ever been washing the dishes and whoever's in the house with you, you think you're, you know, the dishes are dwindling, you're almost done. And they come over and they, they bring, they like just ate something and they bring over their dish to the sink as you're washing dishes. Or they just found another dish in, in the in the kitchen. They bring it over to you. Um, or conversely, has someone else been washing the dishes in your house? Some someone in your family, or whoever your your mother, your spouse, and they're in the middle of washing the dishes, and you had just finished a snack or your dinner or whatever it is, and you bring over your dish to them while they're doing the dishes, and you kind of feel hesitant to leave it there because. You don't want them to have to wash it because it's your dish, but at the same time they're there doing the dishes so they could do it. You don't want to leave it, but you do, and you, you kind of feel you're very hesitant about it, and and there's some sort there's a little bit of guilt there, and and you know there's there's some restriction, and you have so that you're 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 spending all this energy then worrying about it might not be overt worry, but you know there's 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 these energy leaks about leaving the leaving the plate there and thoughts about oh you well, you could wash it but you, you know you, you'd have to wait for them to be done and they're there and you, should you leave it and you know how dirty is it whatever you know you ha- you might have all these thoughts and then let's go back to the the first example if you're let's say you're doing the dishes someone leaves you know basically gives you their dish leaves leaves their dish right next to the sink or puts their dish in the sink while you're doing the dishes how do you feel about that are you like, oh, I was almost done. I have your dishes. I got to do your dishes. You couldn't just like wait a second and do your own dishes. Or or even if it's not that overt, it's just like, oh, I got to do these extra dishes. Well, can we turn that on its head and and sort of embody this selfless action, which I, I posit is not self, selfless, it's not actually selfless in the way that we think about it. Can you, when someone hands you a dish or, or, or puts a dish by the sink when you're doing the dishes, can you embrace that as an opportunity to give? Be grateful that you're able to then clean a dish for somebody while you're already doing the dishes so that they don't have to do it after you or waste more time or get their hands wet when yours are already wet. Embrace that. Leave your dish with me. Yeah, I'll take care of it. And then the next time they're doing the dishes and you need to drop a dish off, you don't have any hesitation because the energetics are balanced, because that's the way of the world. Because in giving, in giving your energy, you're not just giving that to them, you're giving it to yourself and it comes back around. So then when you're on the opposite end of that, exchange you don't have that energy leak anymore you've given 
that energy to yourself, you've given that energy back to yourself. So you don't have to worry in those exchanges anymore. So that's a specific example, but maybe you can apply that. I mean, you can apply that to many, many areas of your life. Just think about those subtle energetic interactions that you have. Really notice, and this, I mean, this is kind of a new season, a new series, but if you're going to take something away from this, really try to notice when you might be slightly annoyed by something that somebody does. Or notice when, and within that, identify if you could have had an opportunity to to give or embrace what what that that situation was calling for and kind of get rid of those those feelings of of annoyance um you will if you find the opportunity to just give and and find that selfless action which is really just giving energy back to yourself so notice when you might just be a little annoyed or you have a little reaction of like uh really or or um uh, or you say something that's like defensive or you kind of explain yourself more than you need to or say something that um, like indicates to somebody else that whether to what extent you are or not but indicates to someone else that you're put out or or annoyed or that you've had to do more than you you think you should have and then Separately, look for opportunities throughout your day to give. Observe, become aware of the people around you. See what their mood is like, what they might be thinking about, how their day's been, how you can give some of your energy to that situation to help them out a little bit. And know that you're not giving up something for yourself by doing that, you're only gaining more by doing that. Just know that and find those opportunities to serve. And you will find it it ends up coming back to you tenfold in the amount of more energy you'll have for your life and the things that you want to do and your enjoyment and your peace you'll find that this is an iterative process. You'll find these examples. You'll adapt. You'll start to notice more clearly and quickly when things do start to feel out of balance or you might get annoyed by something and understanding the root of why you're annoyed by that and learning how to move beyond that and not be annoyed by that and just embrace that opportunity, embrace what that action and that emotion is telling you about how you can move forward. And now I'll try to tie all this back to gift giving because I'm sure some of you are going to be like, oh, well, you know, I, I'm really thoughtful with my gifts and I, you know, it, it really serves them and it's not about me or I'll spend my time you know, doing this, this thing for them and creating this and it's really meaningful to them and they really like it and, and, you know, all these things. So I think the better way to identify initially 
the energetics of your your gift giving is to think about how you feel when you get gifts this it, it didn't happen this way for me necessarily it's not the first thing i noticed but i generally don't like getting gifts i love giving gifts i don't like getting gifts and that that indicates an imbalance imbalance in the energetics of gift giving why don't i like receiving something there's there's multiple reasons part of it is because of this this scenario where i have more opportunities to give and then i feel like i shouldn't be receiving but also i i find then that i don't appreciate because because of that because i have more opportunities to give i don't i don't i then don't appreciate when someone is sharing that energy back with me when someone wants to give to me i kind of reject that and i i gate the energy that can be given to me i say internally or not even consciously i say that well i should be the only one who can give to myself i i think this may be a really common feeling that if Ultimately, you have to feel like you deserve something for you to receive it. Otherwise, you're not really going to accept it. Even when it's there to be received, you won't receive it. So now you're not able to receive energy. You're leaking your own energy. And the the dynamics just aren't playing out right. So... Then when you flip that and you start to find opportunities to give throughout your day, when you're aware of every opportunity that's, every moment in life that's asking something of you, take that opportunity. And I'll, I'll expand on this even beyond scenarios relating to interactions and relationships with other people, because I think it's it's comprehensive in everything that plays out in our lives that we need to look for these opportunities. When we identify these opportunities to give with whatever that is, whatever, whatever really comes up, then it ends up also allowing us to receive. So then if you're getting presents for the holidays, you know, even if it's not exactly what you wanted or you would have enjoyed, you know, something better, you could have bought yourself a nicer version of it, and that's really what you wanted, you'll start to be able to appreciate everything that you're getting from someone for whatever it is. And you'll find, even if you you don't think that you will use it, you'll either find some joy in it because you'll ha- you'll experience joy with being able to receive that from them and you'll find some joy in it you'll find a use for it you'll you'll find um a a way to make that a stepping stone in, in whatever you want or whatever you're working towards or because you'll be balanced in that situation you'll be fine with saying this is you know this is exactly what i wanted it's so thoughtful of you i think i might enjoy or might get more use out of this other version of it you know would you mind supporting me in kind of exchanging that 
And there won't be any, you won't even have to think about, feel bad about asking for that. You'll, if someone asks you to do that, you'll, you'd want to support them and get them the thing that they want and not feel bad that, oh, I didn't pick the right thing. Oh, we have to go through this. You'll just want to support them and get them the thing that they want. You, you, you had the right thought and now you can refine it together and you don't have to, and that's what, that's what life is. It's this process of continually refining. And so that, that plays out in these scenarios where we can build off each other when we are our own individuals, but we are embracing our innate connectivity, um, our innate oneness. And in that, you know, we, we can be individuals. We can do things for ourselves. And that is not an internal thing. That is an external thing. And the more that you can externalize that selfishness, which isn't selfish or selfless, but the more you can externalize that giving, turn your awareness of every moment into opportunities to give and following through with that, the more we'll be able to amplify our refinement of creating the world that we want to see together. And I'll leave it at that. Probably a little longer than I thought this was going to go on. I hope it was useful to you. I'd love to talk to you about some of these things. If you want to dive more into any of the things that I talked about, let me know. I would love to dive further. These are, this is related to something else that I want to talk about. And I have sort of a art visual tie-in to it. I think it'll be creative and fun, but for now, enjoy your holidays. Uh, enjoy the season of giving and think about what that really means and think about how you're giving during this time. And I wish you all the best. You can, in, uh, Reach out to me at, oh, I forget what my handles are now. It's been so long. At remember underscore your light on Instagram, rylhealing.com. Yeah, that should be good enough. Well, as always, remember your light.